0: Welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast that brings you to the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the 2022 Genesis G70. That's right the little sedan from our friends over at Genesis. You can take a look at this Genesis on our Instagram page right now. That's at AutoWeek USA. And hey, while you're over there, why don't you head over to our Facebook page and click that like button? That we get all the great Auto Week content we deliver daily sent directly to you. We're gonna spend a ton of time talking about this Genesis in just one second, but first we have to pay the bills. In case you missed it, Roden Track is back! Bigger, bolder, and better than ever. The magazine you've loved for years is now the ultimate lifestyle magazine for automotive enthusiasts. And now, when you subscribe to Road & Track, you'll receive six supersized issues a year, access to digital content, and so much more. Hop on in by visiting roadandtrack.com autoweek. That's R-O-A-D-A-N-D-T-R-I-C-K dot C-O-M forward slash A-U-T-O-W-E-E-K. And Patrick, tell me about this 2022 Genesis G70. I can't that's because i drove it yeah we're still we're still doing that bit yeah it was the 2022 get ready for this genesis g70 awd 3.3 t sport prestige and boy is it uh you know hey it's a mouthful and a handful obviously i'll give you the broad strokes real fast 3.3 liter turbocharged v6 like you'll find a lot of the genesis products good engine Uh, I think an eight-speed automatic is what's behind it. And I'm sure I talk about this all and more. This is the Genesis answer to the uh, the Kia Stinger, which, let me say...
1: So this is their smallest sedan, correct?
0: You could say it's the entry point into the Genesis lineup, but I don't think Genesis would be happy if anyone said there's an entry point.
1: So this kind of puts it as a competitor with a pretty tough set. This is like sort of 3 Series, C-Class kind of level we're talking about
0: that's correct and you could even throw like the is lexus in there sure. and uh that whole swath of executive uh compact cars i think they would be called or
1: well i'm excited to hear about this because that's a pretty rough competition so i'm very curious about what you thought about this
0: it is stiff but hey before we get too far into it let's give us some conversation fodder let's go to my walk around and we are walking around the 2022 genesis g70 this is the all-wheel drive 3.3 liter uh, i'll give you the full name the 2020 g70 awd 3.3 t sport prestige quite the mouthful of uh, numbers and letters but hey it's a genesis and it is a g70 and it is as you're probably expecting i'm going to say from the rest of the genesis lineup fantastic. Uh, G70, not being to the GV70 or any of the GV lines. This is the sedan. This is the smallest of the sedans that we're going to see. And this is the 3.3 liter turbocharged one. So it's a pretty potent little combination here. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about it. This is the refreshed one. Obviously it is 2022 current model year. So it's got the fun, really thin headlights and massive grill that we're seeing across the Genesis lineup. I believe it was facelifted in 2020, so, yeah, it's a, it's very stylish looking, relatively smaller car, but, uh, again, smallest that we're going to see in the States from the Genesis lineup. Man, Genesis has really come online with the styling, the grill, to be, you know, the grill's kind of polarizing, but the rest of the car, wonderfully styled. Big sunroof, you know, this is, this is uh, a nice entry point into the luxury brand that is Genesis, and not confused with any of the other Kia products that this might resemble, perhaps. On the inside, beautiful perforated quilted leather seats, uh, red accent stitching, and red seat belt. Very sportif, I think the French would say. Um, Yet, yeah, 8-speed automatic, so no third pedal. Leather wraps, uh, basically everything, leather and metal, nice stuff, monostable gear selector, uh, drive mode selector in the center stack, physical neural dials for the temperature controls, the uh, HVAC, as the kids would say. Seats are well bolstered, uh, not super tight. This is definitely not a track car, but they, they hold you well enough. Yeah, it just definitely feels like a nice, well put together car, but none of that matters. What matters is how it drives. We're gonna take this on a quick spin. I can't trust enough how competent these Genesis cars are. I mean and and SUVs.
1: Well, you know, I spent some time in that G V eighty and I was just I mean, I like would just sit in the cabin even though even when we like got home just to like relax because it was so nice in there. It was so comfortable, so luxurious. I'm a huge fan of what they do inside.
0: And I will say you almost have to I mean if you're Genesis do a really fantastic job with these mm-hmm. cars, especially in the sedan segment. I mean, yeah, fewer people are buying sedans across the board. But still, I mean, when you're when you're dealing with a competition like the C-Class Mercedes or a 3 Series, you, you have to bring your A-game or else you're just not going to sell cars.
1: How does it compare to the, the Kia's interior? Have you been in a Stinger recently
0: it has been a while since i've been in a stinger but if i remember correctly the stinger while it is very competent at being a a performance-ish sedan the interior i remember being like a little you know kia forward in the sense of a lot of plastics like a lot of fake materials so i'd say it's it's considerably nicer than the interior on the stinger the last stinger i remember driving um but i'm sure when you move up the price sheet the up up in the option sheet of the stinger you can definitely get a a nice interior in that as well but I I think the move would still be to if you're looking dollar for dollar maybe hop in this Genesis instead
1: yeah I would guess if you're looking at this Genesis if you're picking this as opposed to the Stinger you're probably probably a luxurious interior is high on your priority list
0: yeah but you know it's also high on most people's priority list high performance driving which I don't really do but I do take it out for a quick spin and we're going to go to that right now all right, so it's 3.3 liter, turbocharged V6. Uh, we're looking at 365 horsepower, uh, managed by an 8-speed, and this goes to all-wheel drive. So obviously, you get a lot, a lot of traction. I don't know how this, you know, in inclement weather, I bet this would be very handy. Um, on normal dry pavement, you feel like the front wheels claw a little bit, but it's not really searching for traction as is. Uh, the power does come on though. When you get into boost, it is not goofing around. It is 3- 365 horsepower. I think that's one of the sweet spots where you get with just having enough power to be really sporting. Um, obviously it's not Hellcat 700 horsepower. You know, it's, it's not going to re- really surprise anyone, but it, it is, it's enough to really get rolling. Um, unlike other Hyundai and Kia, and Genesis products, the, it sells a, analog is maybe not the right word for it, because it's digitally controlled, but it still has a physical speedometer, so when you turn on the old turn signal, it, uh, only shows up, the, the wing mirror camera only shows up in the tachometer area, so that can get a little tricky if you're bouncing around these cars like I am, let's give it the beans, it does, the 3.3 pushes you back in the seat, power comes on relatively quickly, the transmission manages gears well, you know, all the other jargon you want to hear, but it does it all well, but going, going back a second, the digital, in the gauge cluster, the wing mirror camera shows up only in the tachometer space, so that could get a little, uh, unsettling is not the word, but you, you might, you might struggle with that early on, because you look in the physical speed out for the driver's side mirror to show up, and it doesn't, it shows up in the, you know, passenger side. And in the tack space Uh, the brakes bring you to stop really well I'm sure if you were driving this car hard I don't know if the brakes really keep up with you but I don't know this is definitely not a track car by any stretch of imagination this is not designed to be a a track rat special this was just a a fun sporting cruising around sedan took it on the dream cruise Uh, got a lot of looks but I think that does about uh, I think that covers just about everything that I need to chat about. Well, let's head back to the studio. Roden Track is now fully loaded. Subscribe today at a special intro price of only 30 bucks a year and we'll send you every super collectible volume of Roden Track magazine. Learn more about the reimagined lifestyle magazine for automotive enthusiasts at rodentrack.com/autoweek.
1: Sounds like you enjoy driving that genesis
0: yeah the genesis i mean as you've experienced patrick all these genesis products are you know to say competent is kind of disparaging but they're all very very competent at Mm -hmm. what they're trying to do which as far as i'm concerned that's some of the highest praise you can get something it's it's genesis set out to make competitive cars and they're doing exactly that
1: in your experience uh when you're not talking to other total car nerds or whatever do you think that this brand is starting to get known a little bit, even just sort of like anecdotally as you're rolling around in this. Do you get lots of what is that? What's Genesis? Sorts of questions.
0: So again, I live in Southeast Michigan, where if you don't work for a car company, you might not be employed. Um, so <laughs> right. yeah, I, I don't think if the, the, the the set I'm dealing with is... Exactly fair, but it seems like at least around my neck of the woods, Genesis has a established itself pretty well. I mean, I've seen multiple non-manufacturer plates, I should say, on uh, like GV eighties and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it seems like Genesis is kind of getting its bearings, at least in Southeast Michigan. Mm -hmm. Now the sedans, I think, especially this sedan, is not on everyone's radar exactly. It doesn't have the same you know buzz around it, such as the Kia Stinger. Um, but I, th- I think that Genesis in general is starting to get its legs but its sedans maybe not ex- ex- except for the G90 which I think established it's because it's so old because it's already established itself but I, I think that the, this car definitely had some people asking hey what is that which that's a, that's a pretty good pretty good compliment when you have a stranger asking what a car is
1: True words true words all right Wesley what's its raison d'etre tell us yes that's a
0: good question and it's a difficult question because you know sedans nobody likes sedans sedans are going the way of the dodo uh, that's a little hyperbole but it's it's not exactly far from the truth sedan sales are always shrinking it's a shrinking segment especially you know kind of luxury sedans is a shrinking segment so mm, it's 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 hard it's a hard it's a hard fight to get these but i think its place in the world is to have a relatively affordable place for someone to hop into a genesis and then roll themselves into say a g90 a g80 or a, a, the gv crossovers because that's obviously where everybody's going is crossovers so i think this serves as a fantastic low not low relatively affordable genesis that will help spread the message now is it successful at that i hope so but that that's where i think genesis is going with this and i think that as far as the product i think it definitely hits that it's it's not missing a beat as being uh, the the most affordable of the genesis vehicles
1: what is that number, by the way?
0: Well, uh, I should I should caveat this this as as you're familiar, Patrick, and these listeners probably are as well. We do not get base model cars. No. Sometimes we used to, and now for whatever reason, no one gets base model cars. Uh, so this, when I say relatively affordable, I cannot afford this. Not on my best day, could I afford this? But this 2022 G70, as as uh, tested, sits at 53,945.
1: Oh okay so fifty four because i've seen I've seen like around forty going around, but that must be the real absolute base yeah that's that's that's
0: kind of the entry point. so the MSRP on this vehicle uh, without options is forty four two so that's okay. that's extremely I think reasonable. that's kind of right in line with the average transaction price of vehicles these days, which is hovering around forty and then it adds uh it adds a good amount of options on there, which you know I don't know if I don't know if you need to get the sport advanced package is 4,300 bucks. Uh, do you need that? I don't know the sport prestige. And on top of that, the sport prestige package, which I think you need to get is another 3,900 bucks. So do can you do without those? Probably. Um, but then again, if you want luxury, yeah, a big ticket, sure. a big ticket does help.
1: Well, Wesley, thanks for uh, driving around in this G70 for us. It's uh, very appreciated.
0: Hey, it's hard work, but somebody has to do it. And I, I will gladly uh, do that again. And hey, Genesis, if you want to give us a, a year-long loan of a G70 or a 10-year-long loan, whatever, I'm more than happy. But I think that's a good place to put a pin in it. Thank you so much for Patrick Fresh and asking the, asking the hard-hitting questions. And thank you so much for listening. If you could head over to the Apple Podcast Store and drop us a five-star review, I will shout you out as soon as I read your fantastic reviews and uh yeah if you while you're cruising the internet superhighway if you could have our head over to our facebook page and click that like button that we get all the great auto week content we deliver daily sent directly to you and i know we just said this but i'll say it again because it's worth repeating without your listenership none of this would
1: be possible so thank you for listening